now serving butter and bacon. The good stuff. Hi, and welcome to the Round 2 Recap Super Bowl preview of the Butter and Bacon Fantasy Football League. I'm your commissioner, Dean, as always, joined by our color commentator, Paulie. Paulie, we are on to the final week of the season. Can you believe it's gone by already? I can't believe it's gone by, but we are calling it the big game because we don't want to get sued. Uh, I said Supper Bowl. Supper Bowl, yes. Because we are the Butter and Bacon Podcast. We are. If only we had a marketing guy to help us Mm, get a better name. Maybe some cornbread. The Cornbread Bowl. The cornbread bowl. All right. Well, you know, we couldn't do this alone, so uh, I thought it might be fun to we bring really in one of the, of the big game. Yes. So, Scott, welcome back for another week of fantasy football review and preview. Thanks, guys. Good to be here. Good to have you. And uh, also joining us, Mike, uh, coming back from last week. Mike and I had a an epic round three that we'll talk about never because it didn't really apply to the playoffs. Nope. But. <laughs> Mike, uh, welcome back for another week of preview and review. <laughs> but, thanks, guys. I don't know why you Mike. came back. I mean, <laughs> but thank you for coming back. It's much more fun. For the record, Mike, I uh, act that one out in Monday night by 1.6 points. But Paulie won't let me mention that game. No. So let me mention the games we are allowed to We won't mention space. that game or my game against Shannon. <laughs> that one we should probably nope. mention. Really. We're good. <laughs> Moving on. 102 to 99. Tough luck there, buddy. By the way, the monkeys in the finals Listen. of the consolation. <laughs> We're not talking Good about luck. them. Good luck, Andrew. Okay, we've done all the other stuff. Now let's get to the games that matter. Yes. So, uh, in the first matchup in the playoffs, we had the Dapper Donalds with a big 157 to 132 win over Totally Radical Islam. Yeah, um, we, we, we called um, Le'Veon Bell, which against Cincinnati in the first half was kind of freaking me out a little bit. Cincinnati really kind of came out, you know, firing off cylinders against Pittsburgh. In the end, though, he got his 18.1. That was good. Uh, he did. You know, it was a little less than we usually expect, yeah. but I think he had some support on that squad. He did. Um, yeah. Uh, I believe we said Outdoor Breeze. Outdoor Breeze at Arizona, who has a relatively tough defense. Yeah. Uh, 389 yards and four touchdowns. <laughs> That's four touchdowns in the last three weeks, but all of them this that's week, and that's good enough crazy. for over 40 points. Yeah, and then we look down at Atlanta, who basically had a uh, inter-squad scrimmage against San Francisco. Freeman, 37.5 points, 139 yards, three touchdowns. He did it of a fumble, so he could have had more points if he didn't fumble the ball <laughs> to get negative. Um, and I got to tell you, though, I mean, totally radical Islam. We, we, we called it. We said LaShawn McCoy. Um, I was off by one touchdown. He did have 153 yards rushing, two touchdowns against that Cleveland JV squad. Um, and Cooks was Drew Brees' primary receiver. Absolutely. Yep. Holy cow. Point for point. Yeah. So, I mean, he actually scored, yeah, 1.3 points more than Brees. But, I mean, it's crazy. Seven receptions, 186 for two touchdowns. Patriots defense. I thought they would have a good game against Denver. I didn't think they'd have 15 points. Yeah, that was big. Um, and both, both these kickers went off, Yeah, too. the kickers, oh, yeah, crazy. Goskowski and Novak. Um, but really, I mean, it, it really came down to, you know, the Donalds pulling it out. They won by, you know, 25. And it was just a strong up and down. What really hurt totally radical Islam is A.J. Green's goose egg. 
Yeah, and you wonder if he was planning Richard Matthews or who else off his bench. Right. But even this is one of those wins where you just tip your hat because even if he had gone with his best lineup and yeah. had Matthews in there, he actually would have lost by points. Yeah, I still would have lost by point seven with Matthews. And you know, it, probably if that were me, I would have put in Shepard um, just because you know, like 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 I had said, I think for another game uh, for um, the Giants to kind of expose Detroit's defense a little bit. So you know, feeling the Odell Beckham Jr. love. I might have also gone for Shepard because Eli was, yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, so uh, the Donalds, congratulations, they are in the finals, but they're going to need an appoint uh, an opponent, and so they need an uh, appointment. <laughs> an appointment, and their appointment's going to be with Scott's Cruisers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a very sound one thirty-five to eighty-seven win over the Norwegian Oil Rigs. Yeah, I mean, looking at what we said, Tom Brady really. It, it Denver's defense did very well. To keep Tom Brady um, didn't matter though because the Patriots just win. That's what they do. Um, but Brady—that's yeah, a Raider thing. Yeah, I, br- nice baby. Um, <laughs> yeah, Tom Brady with nine point three points. Um, really, I mean Norwegian Oil Rings had a solid performance. If you were shooting to get eighty six points, <laughs> because they only had three players in double digits. Yeah, led by their defense and kicker. Yeah, Dolphins D against the Jets. Who would have thought it? Um, wow. Unless you watch the game. I'm actually surprised Bryce Petty can breathe with the hit that he took from the two defensive ends that were unblocked. <laughs> that was crazy. But, um, yeah, I mean, J.H.I. did nothing. Um, Bennett really did nothing. Crowder did nothing. T.Y. Hilton, which really kind of wrecked you, Dean, did nothing. Yeah. It, 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 Latavius Murray did nothing. I mean, it, it really was, yeah. I mean, it was the Matt Ryan and Odell Beckham show uh, throwing a little Alshon Jeffrey, and you have Scott's Cruisers cruising to the victory. Not quite a lap, but only 30 points off. And uh, Latavius Murray, who is he taking those handoffs from, Paulie? Uh, that would be um, David Carr. Don't you mean Derek Carr? What? What? How do you know? Di- you know, you're right, though. David Carr is his brother, who is a Houston Texans quarterback, who has historically the most sacks in the league against. Um, Don't you know you... anything about sports? How? I. We, we could go Antoine Carr. I, I sit corrected. Thank you, uh, Amy, for correcting me. Yeah, wow. sure. Well, let's bring in the man, uh, a little comment from you, Scott, the, the person who put this lineup together, yes. you know, it's, you know, must have been a little freaked out with Melvin Gordon not playing this week. So uh, Yeah, I was nervous about that, but, and I was also nervous when I saw how well the Dolphins defense was doing against the Jets, but, uh, you know, the, the Jeffrey move ended up paying off. It was his first game back after the suspension. He had a very strong game. Uh, Ryan was solid. Um, this, you know, a lot of it, of course, comes down to luck and how well your team does on any given week could be, it's, it's really up in the air, but they, they had some good performances. Carlos Hyde really didn't give me anything, but between Beckham and Ryan and the rest of the team, I was able to pull out the win. Yeah. I predicted Odell Beckham Jr. to have a good game. He actually didn't for him, for him, Um, you know, nearly, nearly 20 points, which is good for an average wide receiver, but he's been getting I'd have to say 25 to 30 mm-hmm. consistently for you. Um, Hopefully that this week. Yeah, right. Uh, well, we'll find out on Thursday as they play yeah. the Eagles. Um, one of the things, too, you know, looking at your bench. Right. 
I, uh, you, you never would put in Charles Clay at tight end, not when you have Greg Olson. Right. But, you know, Clay with a career game, 20 points. Tiggin yeah. Jr., you know, against Washington. Washington's defense has actually been really good, but, man, Carolina really took it to him. Um, Pierre Garçon with nearly 15 points. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's great. You, you have a solid lineup that really worked out well. I have a solid Very lineup, solid but the Donalds, uh, Donalds are intimidating, I'll tell you that. Well, let's dive right into that. So as we move into our final week, uh, if you are looking up and down the entire schedule, I did uh, adjust it. So the Fran Dogs and Monkey will be playing the Constellation Bracket. And, you know, Mike, I had nothing else to do with our team, so we might as well rematch for a fourth time. <laughs> but the game of the week, the only one that matters, really, are the Donalds and the Cruisers. And the early line is pretty much what you'd expect. It. It's 140 to 138. 141 to 138. So, Scott, you are a 3.3 point dog. <laughs> yeah, I actually did something very interesting in advance of the show t- tonight. I went back and I looked every week of the fantasy season that both the Donalds and the Cruisers were in action. If they played each other every week, what the record would be. So, yeah. when you do that, it would be 7-7. Seven and seven. Each week, <laughs> on seven, and g- seven games. A couple further notes we played each other once this year. The Donalds won. That was in week five. And if we follow the trend lines, the last three weeks, I would have lost to the Donalds. So it's a very evenly matched game, but I think they have momentum right now. They do have momentum, but, well, let's get to the matchups. Let's talk yeah. about the Donalds right now. Dual momentum, they've got some really hard matchups for their team. Starting at the quarterback, Drew Brees. Yes, he had his outdoor breeze game. He's back home indoor, but he's playing Tampa Bay. Right. That's hard. Uh, Let's ask um, Mike what he thinks about Le'Veon Bell. (laughs) You you just can't underestimate the potential for 30 (laughs) points no matter what with Le'Veon. But I just wonder how many backs could be facing Baltimore and be predicted for 26 by the website. Crazy. And I don't care that it's in Pittsburgh. It doesn't matter. That's a Baltimore defense. It's fantastic. But you're right. Still picked to be 25.8. Then he got Demarius Thomas playing Kansas City on Sunday night. Christmas night. Against that Kansas City defense that gets turnovers left and right. So that's interesting. A nice outdoor game in Kansas City, though. Oof. That's cold. That's going to be a cold Cold one. and windy. Nope, no real precipitation, at least not in my experience. But, man, is it cold. Then you got Larry Legend. Yeah. This again with Larry Le- <laughs> Will you stop with the Larry Bird trying to get him to play football? Listen, we've gone over this and gone over this. His feet but, will not withstand this. But he's playing Seattle. Can you imagine how cold it is in Seattle? This man is 60. Come on. Will you start? And he certainly can't withstand going up against Russell Westbrook. You've been trying to send him up there. I wonder if he still has Kevin Durant in his friends list. I mean, I, according to according to people that I've heard, it's really hard to unfriend people in my Disney experience. Well, so Russell Westbrook is probably going to play distracted. And then you got Larry Bird coming up there who's 60. This is going to be a really bad game. Don't you think that Larry Bird would have DVC? At the what Grand does Florida? that have to do with my Disney experience and trying yeah, he, to unfriend Kevin Durant from your well, my Disney experience so you don't have to see his photo pass pictures with Steph Curry and his daughter Riley riding, <laughs> you know, California screaming? I'm Come thinking on. that. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking you're right. I think he's at Granny Grand Cran Flows. 
um, just chilling in the villas. I'm not sure if he's using my Disney experience. <laughs> I'm not sure he's using any kind of technology. He's like a bird. Can you really imagine Larry Bird using a smartphone? He's Larry freaking Bird. He's Larry Bird. He's Larry Legend. Yes, and he's also picked up score 15.4 against Seattle. I mean, that doesn't seem like nearly enough. His his three-point shot was smooth. I think he can make more than five in a game. Okay. Thank you, Amy. He may be yeah. listening to this podcast. Oh, he might. He's a listener. He's definitely a listener. There's no doubt. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He likes butter and bacon. Who doesn't? That's I, the good stuff. I can totally imagine him loving butter and bacon. So I think Devontae Freeman's going to see a different week this week than he did last. Well, we, uh, yeah. We, we had talked about how he may be held in check a little bit last week if he wasn't getting the goal line carries. He got him last week. He put up a huge number. Now he's going into Carolina. Yeah, and I think, and this is what's interesting because I wonder which Carolina team is going to show up. Is it the one that just dominated last week? Or is the one that's kind of resigned to its fate that it's not going to make the playoffs? I think Carolina plays with a lot of pride, and they're in Carolina. This might be the really big test for Atlanta to see if they've got what it takes to go far playoffs. I think they'll make the playoffs. I don't think that they're going to get caught by um, no, Tampa Bay. But, you know, it, this this could be a statement made, but you are 100% right. He delivered when he was given those goal line carries. It wasn't one of those... Um, 17 carries for 87 yards and no touchdowns. Yeah, he didn't pull Latavius Murray get three <laughs> carries inside the four-yard line and lose yards. <laughs> That's pretty bad. Nice job, Latavius. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's an interesting number. They dropped him quite a bit, 16-6. I, I think he could surpass that because he still does get action in the in the passing game, but I don't expect the monster game like he had last week. No, I agree with you. However, I do see someone who could have a monster game over for Mr. Cruisers, mm-hmm. and that's Carlos Hyde. Down in your flex. I think that's going to be a sneaky play because L.A. 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 has a replacement coach. They basically have a replacement defensive line. And Carlos Hyde really wasn't able to do anything because they were down so quickly last week. If he has a strong game... And Gordon has a strong game against the Browns. I think the Browns have the second-worst rush defense in the league. They might this... be the worst now. <laughs> the Bills put up three. I think yeah. the Bills put up three seventy against them. If those two could give me a strong game and I could get good performances from Ryan and Beckham, I, I could be looking at the Lombardi Trophy in this league, fellas. You, it's possible. You could you know, be. The Gordon. The Gordon is an interesting one because he you know, didn't play last week. He's banged up. Yeah, it's Cleveland. And, as I say, if you're San Diego and you're going into Cleveland, you know, much like Atlanta, they may find themselves up early. I wonder how mm. many carries Gordon's getting right. down the stretch. The best bet for you is actually Cleveland makes that a game. Yeah. And uh, they don't have the opportunity just to sit and rest him. You know, Pharaoh did not perform very well last week. Uh, he definitely didn't run with the same conviction he has in, in spot duty earlier. Mm-hmm. Right. So I don't think they're going to have a lot of faith in him. So that. I'm facing Gordon in another league, so I'm kind of hoping Gordon just like you know gets eight carries for 15 yards and goes away. But <laughs> on your sake, and, and the real prediction here, I think you're right. I, I think he is in a great spot for a return to the lineup. Yeah, one of the things that I'm hearing too from a lot of the you know NFL insiders on NFL Network and even on ESPN is they're picking this to be the game that Cleveland might have a shot to win. It is at home. It's going to be cold. It's San Diego. San Diego turns the ball over like candy. 
So Gordon might actually get more carries, not so much because they're up or down, but because they just have more possessions. You know, so every possession you get, even if you go three and out, running back's probably going to touch it at least once, probably twice. Right. And particularly if the weather is terrible. Um, and, you know, RG3? Really? <laughs> um, yeah, I think you got I think you got a decent shot of uh, Gordon, you know, meeting or surpassing that 23.6 that's predicted. I really want to talk, however, about Matt Ryan. I, I, I cannot imagine why they only have him at 23.3. Uh, I, I really can't. I mean, I think he's good for three touchdowns easily, mm-hmm. which is what, 18 points? How many points is that, Mr. Commissioner? Probably going to get some yards, too. Yeah. That's, that, well, it's, I think it's four points per passing, so that's okay. 12. But so 12 points I was looking just at that, by I, itself, I, though. Sorry, I was just taking a peek because it's, it's 23-3, and I'm looking back to how many times he's you know gotten that number or bigger. Right. And it's nearly every week. Right. <laughs> his bad weeks have been, you know, 22, 19, 18. He had, his worst week of the season was 16 and a half. I mean, here... Yeah, this is this is a guy who routinely puts up numbers bigger than 23. And this is essentially a playoff game. It's not, but but it is. You know, they, they have to win. This is a division opponent. They know each other very well. This is where I think he really wants to prove he's not going to be that December swoon that he normally has. Do you know what he put up the last time they faced Carolina? Mm. Week four, 503 yards <laughs> and four scores. Oh, that, oh, that was that game. 46.6. All the Julio Jones. I'll take I love that they, their prediction this week is literally half of what he put up the last time he faced That is an game. interesting question. I think Julio Jones is still on the fence as to whether or not he's going to play. Does it have anything to do with the game being in Carolina? Is that that? That mm, could be. I mean, it's going to be, it's it's not, well, it's definitely not the Dome. It's not going to be, you know, the right. Axiom in there, 72 and sunny. But um, it, uh, it that that could have an effect because, uh, you know, Carolina, it's not, it's not Florida, but it's also not the Northeast. Hmm. Or Minnesota, holy crap. Or Chicago last <laughs> week, what was that, four? Yeah, that was Ooh. crazy. It looked like uh, John Fox's face was going to come off. So when games are this close, I think sometimes it comes down to either that, that unsung hero that you have in the flex spot or maybe even a kicker or defense. Mm. And so I'm taking a peek down mm-hmm. the rest of the lineup here, and, mm-hmm. and I'm liking both of these defensive opportunities. I like one of them significantly better, though. But I, I always like the team facing Jacksonville. Yes. Unfortunately <laughs> so for I, you, Scott. Unfortunately, and and it never hurts to have the kicker of the offense that faces the Jets, although... Oof. Your best bet there is probably six extra points. <laughs> they may not get held to field goals. Six. <laughs> That's something the Donalds have going for them this game. The uh, Jacksonville offense is not strong. They could get a lot of points on defense. And the Jets almost uh, screwed me last week, so they could do it again this week. <laughs> They're going to do their best. That's what they do. <laughs> Watch them beat the Bills in week 17. Ugh. That'll kill you, and then they'll fire Rex. Yeah, that'll. Mike, Mike, what are, what are your thoughts here? You got any? Um, you know, the, the one matchup we haven't really talked about. Maybe we have an opinion here. Is what's going on at tight end for these two? Teams? Yeah, I was just gonna go there, Dean. That no one's talked about Greg Olson, and the fact that if there is this Atlanta Carolina shootout, mm. Scott benefits from the Matt Ryan effect and the Greg Olson effect. Yeah, and you know, on the other side, you got Ladarius Green against a tough Baltimore defense, where I don't think they stop Mr. Le'Veon Bell. They may put a clamp on the tight end green. So I, he's going to get Scott's hit hard. 
He's got a, Scott's got a huge advantage here at this position where Olsen could go for 20 points and we might not see anything more than a few single digit put up by Green. Well, I got to tell you too, Scott, that might be one of those things where you're watching the score or the game, depending on your situation, and it gets down in the fourth quarter, like maybe 10 to go. And if mm-hmm. Carolina's within a score, Cam Newton throws the ball to Greg Olson. And he might get three or four catches for 60 yards on that last drive. Yeah. So your score will shoot up. By like, you know, and then if he scores, forget about it. But, you know, you, you could be down five or six points and then win by 10 just on that last drive. Maybe they'll plan that for me. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure they're working up, you know, game plans. <laughs> Cruiser Nuts. package. It's true. The Olsen factor is big in this game. I, I think uh, gives me confidence. Gives me confidence going into the matchup. All right. Raise your hand if you're sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, Scott, it, it sounds like your lineup's set. My lineup is set. I've been um, – I, I, I finalized it yesterday. I was paying attention to some of the Gordon news earlier this week to see if he'd be coming back from the injury, and it looks like he is. I don't think I'm making any changes barring something that I – I can't foresee happening. So this is this is the lineup going into the big game. Yeah, and I'm, I would predict it's probably the same for the Donalds. You know, looking at his bench, Sanu's the one guy he might have used earlier in the year. You know, he's also been banged up a bit, and you know, just based on the predictions, doesn't look like he would outscore any of the guys in his lineup. So, Paulie, as we make our last prediction of the year, yeah, uh, I, th- I think you are looking at the actual lineups that will be out there. So, yeah, I think so too. And and in our predictions, I can't catch you. So congratulations, Dean, on winning our season series. Yay, I won something. Yay! <laughs> I won the 5-6 game, too. And, Yay. and it's funny, you know, just, just real quickly, talking about the bench, I'm kind of a little surprised that the site has the Giants scoring the Titans' defense. I mean, it's the Giants' defense. They're playing really well. The Titans are playing Jacksonville. Yeah, and that's why I'm. You know, that, that was the one spot where the, there's actually a point differential according to their predictions. But I can't see him. No, I cannot see that. So, um, you know, all, all things being equal, you know, I, I think everybody's talked a good game. Scott, you definitely have a, have a loaded lineup. You've had a loaded lineup. You know, you've done the math, and you know, between these two teams, is very close. I hate to say it, but I I think I'm picking the Donalds in this game. It's it's too much Le'Veon Bell and too much Titans defense. That's okay, Paulie. I'm sorry. I mean, I saw Le'Veon Bell annihilate my Buffalo Bills. Yeah. You know, as I'm going up and down the lineups, uh, first of all, both these teams deserve to be here. Yes. Um, They both have great lineups. They're both deep teams. And so now I'm thinking, you know, how much do I actually believe in some of these point predictions? And I think some of the guys on the Donald side have a little bit tougher matchup. You know, that Tampa Bay defense against Breeze. The Baltimore defense, you know, Bell's going to score. There's no question. He had a lousy first half last week, and I think he had like 15 points. Yep. So yep. he just puts up numbers. But, you know, Demarius Thomas, that's a tough matchup at KC. Fitzgerald on the road at Seattle. Green against Baltimore. I look on the other side. I th- we already talked about what Matt Ryan did last time in Carolina. The key to the game, to me, is how healthy is Melvin Gordon. Mm. Because a pure, healthy, or you know, as healthy as you can be in Week 16, Melvin Gordon, I think can attain that 23-6 they're putting out there for him. And I combine that with thinking that Olsen has a huge advantage at tight end. And we, you know, Paula, you mentioned Hyde earlier. I actually think Scott Screws are going to pull this one out. 
And so, Scott, I think you are going to take home the first title for our BABFFL. Awesome. Dean. Mike, what you got? I'm right there with you, Dean. I've, I've talked myself into this Olsen thing, and I'm going to say that Scott pulls this thing out on the back of Greg Olsen. That's a, and, that's uh, a strong pick. And, and Scott, what do you think, monkey or Fran Dogs? Just taking the <laughs> constellation bracket. <laughs> Fran Dogs, no doubt. Yes. Go, Andrew. But I'll say this, look, in terms of my game, just like last week, I'm not going to pick against my team. I think I'm in good shape going into the matchup, but I have a ton of respect for the Donalds team. They're they're just remarkable. If you, I've been following them over the past few weeks. They've had some unbelievable point totals. They're, they're a strong opponent, and while I'm confident I'm going to pull out the victory, this is close. It could go either way. This is epic. Yeah, this really is the battle of the best two teams playing right now. Um, you know, and, and again, it, I, I waffled probably five or six times talking myself into one pick or the other. I do believe Carlos Hyde is going to score more than a 13.7. Um, that, the, Rams, the, the Rams are just not good. And San Francisco is not either. But they don't have anything else on offense. What they had three or four weeks ago is completely gone with Kaepernick. So, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, hey, best of luck. I'm the odd man out with the picks. But, yeah, thank, thank you all for playing. If well, you are guys, watching can, along. Can if you are watching along. What, yeah, Amy. Amy, what do you say? Kentucky or Louisville? Too soon, Dean. Come on. Oh, sorry. What, what was the final? The final doesn't matter. What matters is that Kentucky lost. Okay. Was Patino wearing his red suit? Um, I try not to look at him. So <laughs> I, I, he could have had on a, the mascots uniform for all I know. No joke. He looks like um, uh, oh, what can I think of the devil, uh, the devil's advocate. He, <laughs> he. he <laughs> I, I have to be. I have to be a little bit polite when I speak about these matters. Of yes, course, I know. But, I'm aware. I'm aware. But, but uh, no. so, Amy, you're anti late '80s Providence. Friars. He looks like Al Pacino <laughs> <laughs> from from The Devil's Advocate, specifically from The Devil's Advocate. <laughs> I can, I can, uh, I can let you have that one. I can let no. you have that one. You can, you can laugh and just you know politely move on. But uh, yeah. <laughs> Amy, do you have a pick between the Donalds or the Cruisers? Um, you know what? I I like Donald Duck, and I like to cruise in in boats like on Seven Seas Lagoon. Like I Sassagula. like those. The Sassagula River Love cruise is very nice this time of year. Um, the big red boat. Hmm. Gosh, uh, that's a hard one. I mean, I can't. I don't want to go against any of my friends. That's okay. I I'm gonna be I'm gonna be impartial. And anyway, this is football, and you know how I feel about football. If you are watching the football games, if you are rooting for either of these two teams, please tweet. Let us know. Hashtag BABFFL. Amy, what else can they hashtag? Hashtag Cleatfoot. Awesome. As we said last week, be on the lookout for more fantasy games. We're definitely interested in doing it. If you are interested in playing other fantasy sports, clearly we talk basketball on this show. I know nothing about it. 
but we will have a March Madness bracket. March Madness bracket. We were discussing possibly a baseball fantasy team. Who knows? But if you're following along, please let us know. Thank you for listening. Thank you guys for playing, Mike. Thank you for joining us, even though you were, you aren't playing this week. <laughs> Wait, Dean and I are not playing. No, we are playing. No, you're not. There will be a there will be a rematch. Nope. Paulie just won't let me discuss. Ain't it. gonna be no rematch. <laughs> I was going to let Dean choose my lineup this week. Come on, one more run. It could be. Don't want one. Scott, (laughs) congratulations on making the big game. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on the show tonight. Cornbread Bowl. There you go. That's fantastic. Jingle bell, jingle bowl. (laughs) I can't stop that. (laughs) Amy wins. Amy wins. Amy always wins. Amy's like the house. Yet again. Amy's like the house. The house always wins. All right. Well, we will be back one more time to recap the end of the season and and crown our champion. So uh, until next week, good luck, Scott, in the finals. Good luck to the Donalds, and we will see you then. Thank you. Hashtag Cleatfoot. This has been The Good Stuff. Thank you for listening to Butter and Bacon.